Shalom Lechem Rabbi I hope that everybody's doing well and back into their regular schedules after the busy month of Tishrei with the Yomtev that we just passed, that we took with us for the winter, as I mentioned last week. Well, Hashem Yeshiva started on, on Sunday and uh, everybody seems to be very um, interested and uh, ready for a good and productive winter's month, as Hashem. We're going to continue now in Sefer Bereshis. Right, well, this week we read Pasha's Nayach. Pasha's Nayach is a, uh, gives us a very strong message as far as how we have to be careful about the world. Like the Pasha tells us that there was a Tzadik Nayach, Nayach, Ish Tzadik 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 and he followed in the ways of Hashem. And he had three sons, and he was basically warning the whole world which became corrupt, like the Pasuk says, the world became corrupt in front of Hashem. They were doing Abadizara, they were Isaac and Arias, and doing all types of terrible things. And and the world was filled with Gezel. And Hashem saw that the world can't go on like this. And therefore he decides it's time to destroy the world. The Pasuk says, Kobasa. As she says, it wasn't just the people of the world who were corrupt, but even the animals. It was an effect on the entire world that everybody was corrupt and, and doing things which were beneath the level of what a person should be doing. The Swami say that it all started when, when the Bayav and Elikim, when they started looking at things improperly, when they saw things they weren't supposed to see, that's where it started from, by looking at things in the past before, right? That they were focused on the B'naisa Adam, and they were looking at things they weren't supposed to be looking at. So that eventually led to having an effect on the world, and that came to the point where not only the people were corrupt, but even the animals were corrupt. And Hashem said it was time to destroy the world. And we have the Marble, the whole story, the Teva, and, you know, coming out of the table. At the beginning of Sefer Bracious, when the world was created, the Torah seems to uh, speak at length about a number of different sins that happened. Right? We start off with the Chet of the Etzadas, and then we go on to the whole story with Cain and Hevel, Cain killing his brother Hevel, when Hevel brings the carbon that's better of his, better than his, and Cain gets jealous, and is also like killing his brother. And the pastor, the pastor goes on to how the world became corrupt and the world had to be destroyed um, with the mabel. And and then later on in the parasha, when the when the, the Zohar Flaga, where they decide that they want to be able to build a tower that's going to go ahead and make themselves into, go up against Hashem, where the world was punished, that everybody would be scattered and spread out uh, across the whole world, that people wouldn't understand each other, when they would ask for certain things, they wouldn't be able to understand each other. The Zohar Now, the Torah is not just a storybook. Even though Sefer Bracious is full of different types of stories and things that we, we, we hear of, but each and every story and each and every point is meant for a purpose. Right? That's what we talk about the Abbas and Yerav and which we're about to start with Hashem at the end of this week's parasha. Rabbi Mavino was introduced into the Torah at the end of this week's parasha. And we're supposed to learn from the Abbas, similar abundant, whatever the Abbas did, to be able to teach us how we're supposed to 
um, act in our homes and with our families in the world today to take a lesson from what Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov did in the times when they were alive. But the Torah doesn't just stop and tell stories unless there's, unless there's a purpose for it. So we can understand, but let's say, the Chet of Eitadas. Once other Mishon was Chaytay and Sin was the Chet of Eitadas, that was something that affected the whole world, and that's really our job throughout all the generations in the Sake, is to fix that flaw that other Mishon uh, had caused by eating from the Eitadas. So therefore, that's a vital thing that we have to be told about, to understand where it comes from, where now our Avayid is a totally different Avayid, because when Adam Rishon ate from the Eitzadas, so the Eitzahar was next us inside, and therefore it's a totally different Avayid that we have to, in our Avayid Hashem. So therefore, it's important for us to be able to be made aware of that, and the Torah has to tell us that. But Cain killing his brother, Hevel, okay, it was a terrible thing that happened, and maybe it's the first murder that we found in, in, in the Torah, and maybe, to, but why was that so important for the Torah to tell us this story of Cain killing Hevel? It's just a personal thing between Cain and his brother, okay? And, 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 you know, what, what was it, what's the lesson that the Torah needs to tell us for? Even of the Dry Mabel, there was a generation that was corrupt, and they went ahead and they did something which was improper. Hashem had to destroy the world, and it was a, it was a but why, why do we have to? Stress the whole, go at length to discuss the whole story of the Chet of the Dahamabal. And thirdly, Dahaflata. It's also just a generation that stood out and they had the audacity to stand up and to, as a, a gaiva to stand up against Hashem. Right? Terrible thing. And, but why, is, why, did it, why was it so important that the Torah had to speak it out and, and explain the whole thing at length? So, I mean, the Siva Shalom deals with these questions. And he says a very interesting idea. He says that whenever Kosh Bochu wants to bring light to the world, Derech often, in, when he does that, is that he first starts off with a, a darkness, and from the darkness comes out sparking light. Right? The way that he does it is that first he brings darkness, and afterwards comes out the light. And that's really the Pasuk and Klumish that we say in Pashas Bereshis, before the morning comes the darkness, and then comes out the spark, the spark of light that comes out in the morning. Now, here, Avraham Avinu was that spark of light. Right? Avraham Avinu was going to be the one that's going to start the whole tikkun for the chet of Adamarishai. Right? That or when he's going to come to the world, and he's going to introduce the idea of chesed. And Yitzchak Avinu is going to come to the world, and he's going to introduce the idea of gvura. And Yaakov Avinu, Emes, and Taira is going to be to Ferris, and come in and, and to introduce that into the world. And that's the light. Before that, there was a darkness. And that's the, those, those first 2,000 years that the generations in the, before other region walked in, uh, Avram Avinu walked into the picture where, they were, where, where there was darkness inside the world and then came out the light of Avram Avinu after that. Now, why was that so important? In this case over here, that Akash Bohu wanted to show them and wanted us to see inside the world this darkness over here before the world was created. So he explains that, when, if I understand correctly, if you, if, when we're coming to build a world and we want to be able to build it solid, a person has to be made aware of what the challenges are and what we're going to have to tackle in order for that world to be to be held strong that we're going to create without it falling apart. If we're not aware of the challenges, we're not aware of the things that are going to disturb that, 
So we're gonna we're gonna it's definitely definitely be a challenge to build to build that perfect world that we're trying to build. Now again, Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov were coming with that to build a world with Chesed, Gvura, and Torah, which is really Torah, Avodah, and Gemilas Chesadim, the three pillars of the world, like the Mishnah says in Avos. That they, the world is supported by those three pillars, Torah, Avodah, and Gemilas Chesadim. But we also know the Mishnah tells us that there are three things that destroy the world, that take that can take the world out of its existence, and that's Hakina, Hataiva, the Hakavit, jealousy. Taivas and Kavit. And here, before we're going to rebuild, we're going to build that world. With Avram Yisrael and Yaakov, which is going to be the Tikkun for the Chet of Adam Rishon, Hashem wanted this to be clarified and clear the dangers of Kinnah, Taiva, and Kavit. The first we started off with Kinnah. From a little jealousy that Cain had for his brother Havel, that he bought a better carbon than he did, that led to a murder. He killed his brother. That's showing us that if a person lets himself get into the into the Mida of Kina, it takes a person so much, takes over a person so much that he loses his whole composure and his just his sense of judgment to be able to figure out what to do. Then he can come to murder. And if you're trying to build that world, you have to have it clear inside you the, the danger of Kina. Kaiser, like we said before, the world was corrupt, and it just started off from looking at improper things, and that led to. People were coming corrupt, and eventually all the animals were coming to corrupt, and that led to the destruction of the whole world. That there was, that there was a, um, a, a marble that destroyed the whole world. Danger of Taiva. When you're trying to build a world with Avam Yisuk and Yaakov. And then we come to the next chet, which is the Dara Fraga, which was covered. That was, they went, you know, Akash running the world, Akash running the world, world over tower, we're going to take charge, we're going to stand up to it. Right? It was all an issue of covet, all an issue of, of honor. That's also something that destroys the world. And that, uh, the Baha'i, the proof to that is, and that's why the world was, was spread, of, spread, spread out and, and separated. Everyone was sent to all those directions. People couldn't understand each other. So in order to get that message, for us to be able to understand that, <coughs> that the, the uh, danger to the world is kina, taiva, and covet, we have to be able to get that clear before we're going to rebuild that world. And that's really an important message for us, two things that we learn in our own practical lives today. You know, we all just finished, like we mentioned last week, last week, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and now we, we packed our Sukkot boards away, and we packed, we took Yom Tif with us, the festive Yom Tif, and now we're finding the winter, and we're building that year again. We're building up our, our lives for the year. And we want to be able to build it with those solid pillars, just like a Rabbi Sukhanyaka, which we're going to start learning in the Pashas right now. But we have to be aware of what we want to keep out of that world. We have to be aware that we have to be careful about kinah. Being happy for each other, not being jealous of each other, not being able to get into petty things between each other. We have to be careful with our tithes. The world out there with all different types of tithes, all types of, all types of desires and things, you name it, it's there. We have to watch that because it destroys our world. And we have to be careful about covet. To understand that our purpose is just to do what's just in Hashem. And not to be looking for covet and, and honor and respect and, 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 and haughtiness. That's one lesson that we have to go when we're building this one. The second thing is like this. You see from here also that the derech in the world often when the light comes out is, is darkness. Some of us get discouraged sometimes. 
when we feel I haven't done enough, it hasn't been that great, things aren't so good, I really should be doing better, I should have done something better, there's a darkness. But if you let that light shine through the darkness, a person can come to tremendous places and rebuild the world again. A person can't be discouraged when he sees that darkness. Because right, like the Russian we said, first it starts with with darkness, or in the A person shouldn't be discouraged from that. Like we said before, first of all, realize we're rebuilding that world. Don't let the, don't let the things that challenge that world from being rebuilt to get in our way. And secondly, not to be discouraged that when we see things really a little bit dark, to say we can't do it and we're finished. On the contrary, sometimes from the biggest darkness, at the end comes out a tremendous light. And he speaks about the disease. Shalom talks about the fact that that's really the Kreich of Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos Kodesh has that Kreich of the Tevis Nayach, just like in the Mabel and Tevis Nayach, going to protect from that and be able to bring it. So Shabbos Kodesh has that power. Shabbos Kodesh has that power to be able to keep us away from that kin or taiva and cover So Mr. Hashem, now we're heading for reading Parshish Nayach. We're heading to start to hear about the other Sakdashim, Avamit of Yaakov. Mr. Hashem, we'll all be Nifnas very soon uh, into Shabbos Kodesh. That should be a siyuata to give us Yaakov Nishmaya to be able to rebuild ourselves and to, and to be able to have a tremendous and powerful winter in order to be able to matriach, to come to bring ourselves to bigger and better places. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and co.